0: Alright guys, Pegasus Sport Fishing checking in for my buddy Philip.
1: Hey, good Sunday morning, everybody. That was my friend Jacob Barclay on board the Pegasus, just getting back into Fisherman's Landing with limits of bluefin tuna. We've got that story, and we'll cover what went on last night on the bluefin tuna grounds. We've got an incredible story about someone I'm a huge fan of, nine-year-old Isabella Berrigan. She's up there on the Endeavor And she accomplished a great feat. We'll go to the Grande and check out how they did because there was a couple of other friends of mine on board there. Israel and Isaac celebrating Isaac's birthday. And, of course, we'll delve into that sea bass fight in the Channel Islands. Some pretty good halibut fishing still going on. We're going to get into the Kelpati Yellows. We'll have it all for you because you know what time it is. It's time to celebrate mom's and mother's day i wish you all my very very best and it's time for the morning briefing good morning my friends oh my god is that good and it is so good to be back with you all again happy mother's day all my very very best all the moms out there who are tuning in to the morning briefing or if you're not tuning in you got better things to do all the guys out there who should make this day super special for all the moms in your lives, it's great to be with you. Hit that like button, share this video if you don't mind on this beautiful Sunday morning where it's a little breezy and kind of misty here this morning. And of course, subscribe to the channel. That means all the very, very best to us. I, I'm gonna focus in right away on this story that took place on board the Endeavor. Uh, I'll tell you what, Eddie Berrigan almost had me in tears last night, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. But first of all, Limits of white sea bass on the Endeavor again out of Ventura Harbor Sport fishing. Tucker Combs and the crew just doing an outstanding job. But I want to focus in on Eddie Berrigan and his nine-year-old daughter Isabella because, wow, what a great trip they had. They had limits of white sea bass on that trip. They also had a halibut, a bunch of jumbo reds, chili peppers, a couple of lingots, dropper loop with live squid, about a six, eight-ounce torpedo was the best way to get a bite on those white sea bass. That's a good tip for all of you. No matter what boat you were on yesterday, that seemed to be the best way to get it done. But it was Isabella, nine years old, her very first overnight trip. And that is a special and memorable moment that Isabella and Eddie will carry on for a lifetime and probably Tucker McCombs and the great crew on board the Endeavour. Because Isabella not only hooked her first white sea bass, not only fought her first white sea bass, but she ultimately put it on board the Endeavor with the help of the crew who kept that fish out of the rudder and got her out of several tangles. Man, I'll tell you, those guys are so awesome on the Endeavor, and what a moment. What a beautiful moment. And she looked at her dad, because both Isabella and Eddie had come to our October 2 million view celebration at 22nd Street Landing in San Pedro. So Isabella and her father had taken a tour of our studio there. They were there for the great celebration we had and I thank them very, very much for that. She looked at her dad and said, do you think I'm going to make it on the morning briefing? I'm going to be on Phil's show. And Isabella, I'm telling you, not only are you going to be on it, as you can see, you're the first story because it's the most important story to me. And I can't Thank you enough, Eddie, for sharing that. Incidentally, before I get carried away here, Eddie has a June trip, and there's a couple of spots open on that. If you want to join him, it's 805-754-0920. Just a magnificent trip, no question about it. And since we're on the topic of the Channel Islands, let's complete that and keep Isabella in mind here on this Mother's Day morning. Once again, it's not for everybody. Not over everybody gets them, but there are some really good scores going on up there. Gray light, six people, six white sea bass. That is limited. It's one per rod right now. Sea Biscuit, 22 guys with 22 white sea bass. They also had a nice halibut and a nice yellowtail. Mirage had 10 on the white sea bass. The Apollo went from 22nd Street Landing all the way up there. Jolene Thompson, somebody we love and admire, was on that trip. And they had 19 white sea bass on board the Apollo and several other boats got in on including the Aloha Spirit. They had three white sea bass including this fish you see right here coming to gap on board the Aloha Spirit. The grade up there is nice 15 to 30 pounds. Sometimes you get them bigger than that. And as Eddie Barragan and Isabella reminded us, it's dropper loop fishing with live squid. That has been the best way to make it happen. So just great fishing. for. Not all the boats, not everybody's getting it, but many of the boats up there in that neck of the woods. And one more thing that is worth noting, and that is that not only do you have a shot at that sea bass, but you are going to catch copious amounts of rockfish just about every single time, as they did on the Endeavor, as they did on all the other boats. We don't even mention that. It's just a given, and it has been really, really fantastic. All right, great stuff in the Channel Islands. Hopefully that's going on. I'll keep you updated here on Mother's Day. If anything happens to occur, all right. Let's go down to the bluefin tuna zone. First of all, in Ensenada, Baja California Sur, where our friend Arnie Man from Arnie Sport Fishing got his first bluefin tuna of the year. That is great to see. Mara Sport Fishing with some big bluefin tuna down there. They just keep cranking on them. Our friends at Blackfin Sport Fishing. They're getting on that bluefin tuna also. They can fish rockfish down there. There's great calico bass fishing starting to go off around Punta Banda. There's a lot of rockfish at Todos Santos and down south of there on the Soledad Reef area, Banda Banks loaded up. But the focus in of course on this bluefin tuna. And we have a big tournament, several of them the government is putting on down there. So that is great. Stuff also to the San Diego fleet. We go, you saw the Pegasus coming back in to Fisherman's Landing in San Diego. Here's a fish that they were fighting in the dark, looking very, very good. The grade of fish, well, it differs. There's a little, there's an area of this 20 to 40 pound fish, but a lot of it now. The guys at night, especially, are fishing that I want to say 50 to 160 pound bluefin tuna, just a beautiful grade of fish of about a 300 gram. Uh, Knife jig, SK jig has been the ticket at night. Now, is it wide open for everybody? No. It was kind of a small window last night, it seemed, from the guys I've talked to. American Angler sounded like they had a good whack on the fish, but they did say the window was very, very small. On the Angler, they had that 40 to 100-plus pound fish. Nice hit for them. Several other boats kind of missed. There's at least 20 boats on that stuff last night so there was quite a few guys that were on that bluefin tuna some got them most it seemed like struggled a little bit last night and that's just the ebb and flow of bluefin tuna fishing i mean that kind of stuff happens so we'll keep our eyes on it but if you look at the past 24 hours you know, uh, the Intrepid had a really good night bite. Not bad at all. The Voyager with 11 guys, 16 bluefin tuna. That's a one-day trip. We mentioned the Angler. They had some good fishing. Independence on a three-day trip. Not wide open, but they scratched out some good fishing on the bluefin tuna. And a few yellowtail. And a lot of these guys are loading up with rockfish also. And, man, I'll tell you. I know you're crazy about bluefin tuna fishing. I love rock fishing. My God. That has got to be one of the biggest salmon grouper I have ever seen. That Jacob Barclay on the Pegasus is holding up. Look at that monster. My God, that's a beautiful fish. I'm guessing 16 pounds. Jacob, help me out later on. That's a big one, man. I'll tell you, that is a gorgeous fish. to the bluefin which i know you're talking about there's been some daytime fish not wide open there and over on the constitution they were even reporting that there was some popper fish starting to happen so the warmer the water gets the more active that bluefin tuna is going to get and that's why this season looks fantastic to me as we lay it out in front of you i think it's going to be a marvelous season no question about it brian williams made his first overnight bluefin tuna trip and said he couldn't have asked for more. Brian, nice going my friend. Those one-day boats, and I should say full-day boats, leave in the morning, come back in the evening, still scratching it out on the yellowtail, on the kelps. Most of those yellows are like five to ten pounds. Um, Some of them are a little bit bigger than that, but not many, and every once in a while you'll get a shot on the bluefin tuna, also Liberty with 20 yellows and a bluefin tuna. The San Diego, 34 guys, 18 yellows, two bluefin tuna. Uh, Mission Bell, eight guys. My buddy, Sean Hardigan, Point Loma sword Fishing. Love fishing with Sean on the Mission Bell. He ended up with 24 of those yellowtail. Remember, you need three rods, really. Two absolutely essential. Like a 30 to 40 pound rod with opposite fluorocarbon and a number two Circle hook that works really, really good. www.opsinusa.com. Put in FA at checkout for a free gift from owner Greg Brown. Keep that in mind, man. This mist, it's almost like raining right now. Um, so, you need that, and then you're going to need something like a 60 to 80 pound rod. You can sinker fish with that or throw those Daiwa Sakanas 100 to 150 grams in the daytime and then at night of course a two-speed Daiwa is what we recommend that would work really good with 100 to 130 pound on the Grande 35 anglers 27 yellowtail but that was not the story because my dear friend Israel and Isaac happy birthday Isaac I'm so happy for you I can't wait to see both of you really really soon talk about a great father and son team I mean Israel is just such a great person and it was Isaac's birthday, and he said, man, on the Grande, they could not have made him feel any more important and better. And that is so great to hear. They all caught some yellowtail on there. I mentioned 35 guys, 27 of those patty yellowtails. Some of that yellow is free swimming also. Just a wonderful trip. And I can't really, I mean, just to see... That father-daughter thing going on up there in the Channel Islands with Eddie and Isabella. And now Israel and Isaac, I mean, warms my heart. Really, really does. Great stuff for sure. All right, as we take a look at our local islands here, we're talking about San Clemente Island. Let's talk there for a minute. Mention those big yellows are there. Not in huge numbers, but, you know, I mean, they're nice fish. Really gorgeous, big Forky's being caught out there. You look at the Thunderbird. They had nine of those yellows and a couple of halibut. Not bad at all. The Fury with a halibut and a couple of yellowtail. And, of course, rockfish, rockfish, rockfish. I'm just mentioning the game fish right now, but tons of rockfish to go along with it. Freedom, three halibut, rockfish to go with that. Nothing wrong with that kind of a score. The Amigo, ten halibut, a yellowtail. Chef. Jason, who's a dear friend of mine, makes fishing on the Amigos so much fun because he's the life of the party, number one. And second, he's such a great chef, 35-pound flatfish he is showing to us. That is a beautiful thing. And at the west end of Catalina Island yesterday, they came across a pot of orcas. How can you beat this sport? How can you beat these father-daughter, father-son, beautiful moments, and these spectacles of nature that only... All of us as anglers get to witness. Such a great thing. Those orcas were a great treat for everybody. No question about it. The halibut bite is still going along very, very well. I love what's going on, not only locally, but at the island. And man, I'll tell you, on board the native sun yesterday, beautiful flatfish. Look at those gorgeous halibut. Nothing better in this world. My dad always used to say to me when I was walking out the door, bring me a halibut. And, uh, you know... That still holds true right now. Now, I'm, I'm saying it when I see you guys. Hey, bring me a halibut. Great eating, big flatfish. Just a banner year on halibut this year. It has been really good. Spitfire, look at that gorgeous big flatty coming to gap on the Spitfire out of Marina del Rey sport fishing. They had some excellent rock fishing, but they have been fishing the halibut also and doing really, really well. So how in the heck can you beat that? Nice fishing going on, no question about it, and of course the pride continues their assault on white sea bass and halibut. They have been fishing their butts off out of 22nd Street Landing in beautiful San Pedro. They keep really doing a nice job on those fish, so that is great to see here. This uh, weather is kind of crazy this morning, as I said, misty kind of weather, but who cares man? I'm, I'm having a great time. It's Mother's Day and fishing is pretty darn good as the light switch has definitely gone on. Our friends Jamie and the sharking crew on the Hermosa Beach Pier yesterday with some big thresher sharks or at least one and that is awesome because Jamie is such an awesome great guy and my best of the sharking crew. You guys are awesome. Thank you for all you do out there in the world. All right my friends once again I do want to remind you that all of the clothing and everything else is in transit to Cedros. We have so much, I think, clothing that we have sent to Mexico. We have so much, I think we're going to be able to take care of a lot of people in Ensenada in addition to Cedros. I'll let you know how that all plays out. We do have a GoFundMe page. We really need your help. It's so costly to ship that all down and then we're going down and have to distribute it all and you can join us. Once those dates get fixed, I'll let you know and perhaps you'd like to come south of the border and help us hand out. But our GoFundMe page is in the show description. We'd deeply appreciate it if you could help. So many great stories. Hey, I forgot. Last night I was serving beer at the Orange County Fairgrounds for the motorcycle races and this great young man nice young man he says his dad's got a boat here in Huntington Harbor walks up he's gonna get a soft drink by the way and he walks up Goes, oh my god I watch you all the time can I take a photo with you and I was like can I take a photo with you I mean the recognition that he gave me meant so much to me thanks I told you'd be on the morning briefing today and I was not kidding so great stuff thanks for dropping by all right subscribe share And uh, what's the other thing you need to do? Uh, Share, subscribe, and like the video. Leave a comment. We deeply appreciate that. And of course, it's always my pleasure to spend time with you, especially on a day so solemn like today, Mother's Day. Moms make it all possible with their love, care, and nurturing. There is nothing more important than your mom. That is for sure. Have a great day, my friends. It's always great spending time with you. Happy Mother's Day, and I hope to see you really, really soon.
2: Water kind of started to mellow out after El Nino, the sea bass fishing kind of got really good again up here. I'm seeing just as much fish as I have the last few years. It's whirly, it's moving around a lot, hard to find, but I'm seeing volume when we are seeing it. When it kind of settles in and does its thing it's going to be really good and I think just as good or better than, you know, a lot of guys don't season. use the, the sound on the sonar to, at the islands. It's just loud, but I, I leave the sound on. You get so used to hearing it, you, you hear what they sound like on the sonar, because a lot of times you'll see them. The sea bass sound different than that. It's easier for us to distinguish what, what we're uh, stopping on by the way it sounds not not necessarily by the The way way it's tremendous um seems like the halibut fishing is really good right now at the local islands um there's boats doing really well on that in the shallow water i think the water's a little bit too cool and a little bit green up at rosa for the halibut just yet but i think you know like a couple weeks maybe on this next moon the halibut fishing is going to probably pick up up there too halibut fishing's always been tremendous at the northern channel islands and then uh When the water warms up, we also, at times, have really good yellow tilts. Probably 90% of the time we find sea bass, it's gonna be on the sonar first. You know, the sonar technology has gotten better. Before, um, with the older sonars, the sweep was a lot slower. Yeah. So it was hard for us to see the sea bass, you know, because the the sweep was so slow. Where we're looking around for a school on the sonar, Stopping on them real quick. We don't catch them. Then you try to get on the school again. It's a lot of a lot of looking around and a lot of hoping to get lucky and get on that. That's ninety percent of the time in the, the Channel Islands uh, up this way for sea bass and and for halibut. We're using live squid, so it's live squid on a dropper loop. Usually we use uh, those Aki Twist owner Aki Twist J hooks yep. or the Blacktail makes an Aki Aki Twist. Um, pretty much the same thing. Depending on the depth, anywhere from a four to an eight ounce sinker and 30 to 40 pound test. Uh, we usually recommend fluorocarbon. Sometimes it's slider fishing. Usually when the water warms up a little bit, we're catching them on sliders and lightheads. Uh, the latest thing that, that's been working for us and other boats is the, the fluke. Especially when squid's a little bit less accessible, hard for us to find the squid, um, you still have an opportunity to catch a
0: sea bass on the, the, the white fluke. So I path. like to just go with uh, six swipes on each side of my blade before every bag. Real important first, though, to make sure you have a clean surface, clean working area, no uh, no debris, no scales, guts on your blade, no uh, scales on your stone, and then I just do six swipes, uh, one on each side at a time. Everyone has a different angle. Mine's probably about 20 degrees. That should do it.
1: How many fish? Do you fillet before you sharpen the knife again?
0: I sharpen my knife at the start of every bag. doesn't matter if it's you know a full 20 fish or just a few fish. It's always important to keep your knife super sharp. I think it's just really important to have a sharp knife. You're going to want to use a bigger blade. I like the Victor Knox 10 inch for, uh, for pretty much everything outside of tuna. They work really good with sheephead. You start with your initial cut. You want to get down there and break through those ribs and continue to push your blade all the way through. The key yeah. is the sharp knife? Sharp knife.
1: Nothing left on there, man. All right, now you're just gonna remove the belly bone? Yep, just gonna take the uh, the ribs
0: off there. Make sure you leave a nice skin tab on there so fish and game can identify it if they need to.
1: Beautiful.
0: Thank you, Daniel. You're welcome.